Hey guys, welcome to Let Me Talk Podcast Season 2, Episode 43. In today's episode, I'll be reviewing a documentary um, because on my Instagram poll, you guys agreed that you wanted to have me review documentaries on the podcast. I have one chosen one documentary today, um, but before we get into that, I just wanted to speak about the overturning of Roe vs. Wade and the terrible, terrible things that are happening in America right now because of that and the repercussions that we all need to pay attention to because it's going to have a trickle-down effect in different countries around the world. I'm from Australia and I know for a fact that we're not exactly safe. We're lucky that we have a government in right now that would never do this to us. But there are people in political parties that still have issues with abortion and have issues with women having the right to choose what happens to their bodies. So we're not safe. And really, the last state to decriminalize abortion has only recently done it in 2021. So Honestly, we're not ahead. We are just lucky that this isn't happening to us right now. But it doesn't mean that it can't happen. And that in four years, someone might come into government and decide they want to fuck up everything. So I just wanted to say to the women, to our sisters of America, we are in support of you and we love you and we are fighting for you and we will never give up the fight. Until you get what you deserve. You get your rights back as women. Because our grandmothers and our mothers fought for us to never have to go through what they've been through. And now we have to fight for our future generations. For ourselves as well and our future generations. Because if we don't, who's going to do it? So let's fuck these people up. Get our fucking rights back. And tell them who's boss because we are boss ass women and we have come so far to let these people fucking win they might be winning right now it might seem like they're freaking winning right now but with the support of your sisters women and fucking men the men need to support us as well thank you to the men that are but with all of us combined we can really make a difference i just wanted to quickly mention that if you're in australia and you want to support and you want to protest with women of Australia, please, there, please do it. I am working, sadly, and I'm trying to get out of it, but it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to, so I just wanted to give the details to people that will be able to make it because I'm doing whatever I can, everything else I can to help support if I can't make it to the protest. But I just wanted to mention the different states that are doing protests this week. So in Adelaide on Friday the 1st of July at 5pm, they're doing a protest at Beehive Corner in Rundle Mall. In Brisbane on Friday July 1st at 5.30pm, meeting is at King George Square. Canberra on Saturday the 2nd of July at 12pm, meeting is at Garamara Place. And Hobart on the 2nd of July, also at 11am, meeting at Salamanca Markets. And in Melbourne on Saturday, the 2nd of July at 12pm, it's outside the State Library of Victoria. And in Sydney 
on Saturday the 2nd of July at 1pm. It's at the Sydney Town Hall. If any of you guys can make it that are listening right now and live in Australia, please go. It's going to be in support of our American sisters and we need to be supportive. They're our allies and they deserve the help because it doesn't matter where it's whether it's directly affecting you all women in the world would never want their rights taken away and right now the women that need our support the most are the women of america so please if you can please please put in the effort to go i'm still trying i'm still wanting to go and if i can go i will see you guys on the 2nd of july outside the state library of victoria but thank you for letting me say this right now and i hope that if you're out there and if you are in agreement with the Supreme Court, you really think about what you're being told because you know what? If this was your daughter, if this was your sister, if this was your mother even and they were pregnant and they didn't want the baby and it was an unwanted pregnancy or even if it was a pregnancy through rape or incest, I'm sure, I am sure that in a heartbeat you would help them get an abortion and you will support them through that. So please, don't just think of yourself and your religious views and whatever else you want people to be manipulated manipulated by because at the end of the day, if this was your family member and they were going through this, I'm sure you would be in full support of them getting an abortion. That's all I have to say on the subject but I'm in full support of my sisters and the mothers and the grandmothers of America right now. And I think it's super disgusting that we even have to have this conversation still. But without further ado, let's get into the episode this week. Thank you, guys. Well, guys, let's get into this episode. I'm actually quite excited to do this episode today. I thought I was going to be a little bit rattled because after I watched this specific documentary, I went in a bit of a documentary binge and started watching a whole bunch of crime documentaries that really, really was not a good idea because it was literally day after day and I was watching these crime documentaries and my mind just exploded. It exploded and I didn't know how to get these crime documentaries out of my head. But today I've chosen a documentary um, that is full on in its own right, but I don't think will be too consuming for you guys to listen to. Um, And the documentary that I have chosen is called The Family and it was made in 2016 and it goes for now and 38 minutes. You can watch it on prime and you can also rent it on youtube and i believe a different version of it is on stand but it's not the version that i watched so i'm going off the 2016 version um but yeah the the documentary that this is based on you can watch it there's so many things on youtube about him so the family is a Melbourne cult which was active for over a span of 30 years and in this documentary we listen to witness testimonies from members of the sect who were taken as children and abused by the cult leader and Hamilton Byrne. So the 
basis of the family's philosophy was that the leader was the reincarnation of Jesus Christ and a living God. Jesus Christ was said to be a great master who came down to earth and the group believed that Buddha and Krishna were other enlightened beings who similarly came down to help humanity. So the family is this crazy cult and I'm just like shook. Like I I couldn't believe what I was I was listening to. And the reason why I watched this documentary specifically is because I had an audition about 2 weeks ago now and they are doing a TV show in Melbourne um that is loosely based on this cult and I was like I just want to know as much as possible and I didn't realize what I was getting myself into because it it was just yeah it was it was just insane these things go on and when it's in your own state that you're living in you're just like what the hell um anyway so basically the documentary goes through the story and is kind of told by um the kids that were a part of this cult and it's just terrible they were abused like in in ways that you would never have thought possible it started in the early like 60s and went to the early like 80s when they were raided and caught by the police and the leader of the cult and her husband actually fled the country and were hiding in America and then obviously the FBI over in America got involved and she was caught um but before we get into that, the children of the cult were taken as babies. And some were taken as babies, some were in the cult already. But basically, essentially, what the leader would do, she'd have doctors and nurses around Melbourne in hospitals working for her. And women that were young, that were vulnerable, that were kind of successful susceptible to this kind of things she would organize them their babies to be taken and put in the arms of her and then she would claim them as her own so she had about 14 15 probably more actually I think what I heard in the documentary was about it it ran up to about 28 kids and she would claim them as hers dye their hair and make them look like siblings but obviously when you grow up you realize like you're not my sibling like what the hell is going on but these kids were so manipulated that obviously it was just when you find out it's a complete shock to you or when you get out of the cult you're like what the hell um but yeah this lady was really sick and in one example one of the um members of the cult well he he was in it from young and he got told that one of the ladies that was essentially a helper or a nurse of the cult um, was his mother, and that was totally untrue. So he didn't know that his, like, actual family was out there somewhere. He just didn't know who they were. And and whether, you know, like, when he found out, he he, he had an inkling, he said that that wasn't my mother, but he he was young and, you know, you're just going to believe whatever this lady tells you because she's such an influence, like, the leader 
is such an influence and you're just going to believe them, you know? Um, so it's, it's just insane. It's, it was crazy. And yeah, so she, she, you know, she grew up in a normal kind of suburban neighborhood and she was neglected as a child as well. So you can only imagine where these things lead to, um, and how, and how crazy things can get when you don't realize how out of control you're getting as a person and how out of control your mental health is getting. And these, then you just create these things that are just horrible. Um, so essentially she had all these kids. She, she falsified three birth certificates. So then, so that she would be put down as the children's mother. Um, and this is kind of how it went. She would have the kids there. She would lock them up if they, you know, were doing, if they weren't complying to the tortures that she would be implementing on them. You know, she had these nurses that would help her, um, inflict pain on the kids. And one of the tortures that they would do is they, as they would be forced to put their head in a bucket and it would be literally like water drowning someone and if they weren't doing it properly, put it back in there and kind of keep shoving their heads down until they were like struggling to breathe. And that's like, that was just so disgusting. And, you know, one of the ladies in the cult, like she would just be, like if you needed, if you needed to pee or if you were wetting your bed like you would just get you would just get slapped abused and like just like whipped with belts and things like that and and one of the kids he would pee every night cuz he was just so scared and so anxiety ridden and he would get that belt every single night um it's just terrible and you know, in this documentary, we don't hear from Anne. We just hear from the witnesses um, and the members of the cult and even people that are still in the cult and believe that she is literally Jesus, even though right now, like, she's no longer, like, she's, she's dead. Like, she passed away in 2019, but there are still people actively in this cult. Um, so, yeah, so basically the the investigators the police they all started investigating this um and in the documentary they had about three months originally to come to a solution to catch these these people in their act to catch her husband and herself in the act of doing all these things but you know what this lady she 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 was navigating things she was quite clever you know in how she was doing things and the police would send people out that were in the DHHS programs and working for like children's safety and things like that would send people out. But she had a little um, kind of like little cupboard in one of the back rooms and would have all 27 kids hide in that little, little, like little area. And they would sometimes sit there for hours squashed starving and just like dirty and they weren't able to leave like she would punish them because of the people that kept coming to the door and kept questioning her and 
eventually um, the group's headquarters were raided by the police on the 14th of August 1987 and all the children were removed from the premises. But you know what? Like seeing them now and listening to their stories, they are going to be affected by this for the rest of their lives. So really she she, she wasn't... The, you know, they were leaving and that was a big help and they were able to get out of there. But, you know, with the multiple health issues that they've had, one of the members had her leg amputated. She has like, she had kidney failure, like liver, liver failure. She passed away and you know what? She still managed to get her doctor's degree, but I bet, you know, that, that, that time in her life just never went away from her, just never, just never left. And I think, you know, some just can't make it. And, you know, some didn't. Some committed suicide over this. It, It's just terrible. And watching it, I just felt for them. I, I felt so hard for them. And I just, you know, watching in other interviews where, the, where um, like 60 Minutes, Carl Stefanovic and things like that did did um speak to her you can just see the evilness in her eyes um but in june 1993 she was charged with conspiracy to defraud and to commit perjury by falsely registering the births of three unrelated children as her own triplets but those charges were eventually dropped and she pleaded guilty to the remaining charge of making a false declaration and was only fined $5,000. She had been hiding out for ages and demanding the nurses to inflict these tortures on the kids and she only got slapped with a $5,000 claim. A a $5,000 fine, sorry, not claim. And... These kids were tortured in crazy amounts of ways and that's all you get. Imagine the injustice you would feel about being a member of that and finding out that she only gets fined $5,000 for your constant suffering for so many years and, and it's just, it's so sad. And, you know, I think this documentary... It victimizes her, but it also shows, like, the side to her about how this could have happened, how this could have ended up being who she is because of being abandoned by her mother and things like that and what actually, like, how much of an effect that can have. Um, you know, to to get to that, to get to that place of having to do these things to children to inflict torture to inflict everything because you never had proper guidance in your life and not being able to stop it because you kind of thrive off inflicting torture and being in control and manipulating people to think that you're Jesus I just think it's crazy um but to me this documentary really lays down what insane things these kids had to go through and how important it is to you know talk about the injustices and what 
like the failings of the DHHS programs and and the workers that just failed to pay closer attention to this lady but also not blaming the workers because she's so good at what she does she's great at lying she's great at pretending she doesn't know up until her dying breath she you know she had dementia yes but up until the last interview I guess she was just not claiming anything or not taking accountability for her actions um and I think that this documentary really showcases all sides of it, um, which is good because I, I watch multiple documentaries that don't really showcase all sides. They showcase one side and one side that they want you to believe. And um, I don't necessarily think that's right. When you're w- watching a documentary, you want to hear all, all, all sides, um, sides of the of the issue and what is going on and what really shook me to the core um was this specific torture that the members were mentioning in the documentary that they were drugged and had to take LSD every single day and you know they would they would administer this LSD to the kids to to the twenty seven kids that were put in this position, and you know LSD is we all know what it is. It's literally gonna like fuck with your mind, and you're you're not gonna know how to be, and it's gonna when you're taking it at such a young age, from like the age of like as young as kids were like six telling taking LSD that is going to have so much and so many repercussions on your health as you get older and if you keep taking it you know you're going to develop drug addictions and just have issues for the rest of your life so that that really got to me that that specific torture just giving kids LSD really really made me emotional and Oh, it was just, you know, it was just what they were trying to do, what they were consistently doing to these kids and getting away with it year after year until, like, there was finally a crack in the late 80s. I just, oh, my God, I was just shocked. And you know what? Like, after this documentary, watching this documentary, I just went on a real deep dive and listening to all the different stories of people that maybe weren't necessarily in this documentary but were still affected by affected by it it's just it's just crazy it's crazy how like these cults can even be formed and supported but also how good these leaders are of manipulating people and getting people on their side and I think it's super important to watch documentaries like this because if you have family or you have friends that may potentially get themselves into this at some point in their lives you need to know that if you can do as much as you can to help them not go forward like you're doing someone a service and I think it's it's so it's so important to be aware of these things and aware of these cults that are around 
and all that used to be around or just aware of Australian history and what goes on. It is insane out there, guys. It is crazy. But, yeah, I just really appreciated this documentary. I think aside from research purposes that I was actually doing it for, I think it was just good to learn about Australia and the history of cults because I find it so intriguing. Like, I've always found this stuff intriguing. You know, one of the um, cults that I find super interesting and just super crazy of how wacky their beliefs can be in any cult, but especially in, like, this cult and then you've got, like, Scientology the beliefs are so out there and so crazy that you would just never think that these leaders would would or that anyone would have a mind that that can make up this crazy out of this world space weird crazy things i'm sorry but i was just like what the hell like i do believe in god and things like that and i have my own views on it but I just find, I still to this day find it crazy that people think that they're reincarnated versions of Jesus and they can just trap people into thinking that and then go ahead and abuse children and have some sort of justification to that. And I just think it's so disgusting. And, you know, listening to the investigators um, that were on the case back then, you know, they, they didn't have as many resources as what we would have now. But, you know, when you're dealing with also trying to solve a case and you also have corrupt police in the mix of that case not doing their best to solve the case, then you have, like, like you have a, a task on your hands. And this investigator was needing more resources he was begging for the police to to help him and to to give more money so he could get into it and he could really find out and really and just really catch the this lady and her husband in the act and doing what they were doing and he needed more money and I think back in the 80s or you know you know it wasn't as easy to have these resources and to have police that were trustworthy because it was so much um there was so much dodginess and so much corrupt things going on within the actual police force so I think it 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 was a miracle that they actually got to the point of raiding them and catching them but I think it's still a massive injustice for the victims of this cult to have only had the leader be be fined five thousand dollars for what they did you know the repercussions of these members is they didn't know who their real families were they they missed out on that they were deprived of that and instead they got this completely different life which as a kid you're like how did I end up here you know how how am I how am I being treated by these people that you think are your parents and they're not and then when you grow older you you learn to actually realize that you're not related to anyone in this life that you've been living, these kids that you've grown up with. I think it's just, oh, there's so many bad repercussions from this and it's just proven with the members, some of the members committing suicide, dying of health issues and 
you know what? When I was researching um, the leader and then kind of doing my character work as well for my audition, this this lady, she got dementia in her late in her late in her old age, and I just think that is also an injustice. You know, you can't control health and what happens to your health. No, you can't. But I think. You know what? I think she was lucky enough to get out of it, to get out of any responsibility up until her dying day. You know, she didn't remember these these family members towards her last days because she was honest on so deep into into dementia that she didn't. And I just think sometimes you wish that people that inflict pain get worse pain and suffer worse and sometimes you want them to be suffering when suffering worse and they're mentally okay rather than being rather than being not mentally okay and suffering dementia and they get away with not really feeling the pain of the the torture that they inflicted on other people um but yeah, it's it was it was so such an educational experience for me and I believe that no cults are good. I don't think any cult of any sort is good and I think that with these new documentaries coming out now on Netflix and you know just learning about different different cults I think it's made me a lot more cautious, a lot more aware of people and the power that humanity can have on other people and children especially. And, yeah, it's super sad. It it was super touching and super and super – and these witnesses were super vulnerable and they didn't have to come out and tell their story, but they did and they made everyone in Australia – and around the world, because this documentary went around the world, aware of this horrible cult and these two horrible leaders. And in turn, that was probably having some sort of justice for them. And yeah, I I give kudos to the people that created this documentary and were able to sit through the interviews and listen to the heartbreaking stories that some of the witnesses had to go through um so yeah if you have a chance of watching this documentary i highly recommend it um it's not going to consume your mind it's going to just make you aware of our history and things that go on and maybe just make you that little bit more cautious because i can tell you now like there is so many more cults out there, so many more people that are doing this to children around the world and to humans around the world. And from watching this documentary, I've heard of many more. And, yeah, I I just truly believe that this documentary is a good one to watch. I would probably give it a 10 out of 10, honestly, because the facts, the factual information that I got was correct. It helped me in terms of learning and discovering and also helped me so much with getting into 
some of the psyche of what those children at the time and now adults would have been thinking and you know some people say why didn't they get out you know why didn't they escape and you learn through watching these different documentaries that it's not that easy you can't just escape and that if you think you could just escape so easily you're just naive to the severity of what they were actually being put through and how hard it was to escape because they were chained up every single day and locked in every single day and didn't know any concept of the outside world you know they didn't know how to interact with humans because they were just closed off to that part of the world so if you want to learn more and you want to expand your mind further and you're interested in watching these types of documentaries I would totally watch it um and yeah and you will be you'll be completely amazed by what people have to go through so that is the family and it is a 2016 version of the documentary so make sure you watch that but yeah again there's so many more um videos on them and you know if you're interested in watching them actually interview Anne you can do that it's on YouTube it's if you put in her full name, you'll see it. It's a six-minute documentary um, about... It's like goes for like 12 or so minutes um, with Carl Stefanovic interviewing her. And, oh, my God, it's going to rattle you. It's going to make you frustrated. But you know what? It it's, oh, it's so interesting. It's so interesting. People are so interesting to me. And this lady is very interesting and very crazy and very psychotic but yeah I just believe that if you kind of want to indulge in this documentary and listen and learn and discover and be shocked at the same time definitely definitely give this um give this a watch and there's so many more cult documentaries on um Netflix that are interesting and I think are like on another level that you wouldn't even believe. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say today. That's all I have to say in the review. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys do go out and do watch it. Um, I just love, I love doing these little reviews. Um, I might come back with something soon. We'll see. Maybe next week, maybe the week after. Maybe in a couple of months, I'm just looking at things I want to review right now. Um, So keep an eye out on the polls on Instagram because I really want to interact with you guys more and learn about what you want to listen to. Um, I think that this podcast is developing um, further and further and is getting bigger and better. And I'm just so excited to bring you these kinds of episodes and still continue with other episodes with our guests and learning about their journeys so thank you so much for listening in today and I hope you guys have a great week a great weekend and yeah sending my love to everyone thank you so much